Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, King of Success? This is Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 333. Honored to be talking to you and honored that you would actually take your time and your day and uh, lend your ears to me. So right now I'm actually driving up the road to uh, a closing uh, that we're about to have uh, for one of the pieces of property that um, that we own and uh, very excited about that and um, I'm today today I I'm I'm just I've got I just I've got several things that are actually on my heart so this might be a smorgasbord of things that are just been rolling around in my heart and some things that I just wanted to get off my chest. I know that one thing that has been rolling around and, you know, I've, I've journaled about it a little bit and I've mentioned it, uh, even on the podcast, I think I even did an episode of it a little while back was called father power. But, you know, I was, I was re-listening to a podcast uh, again by Chris Ballatin and his son, Jay. And, you know, Chris Ballatin has a new book out. I have not read it yet. It's called, uh, I believe it's called Uprising. And it, it is basically a book on, you know, what is going on with the fatherless generation. And... You know, one of the things that I, I just sense inside of me, inside of just where I'm at today, you know, I, I'm, I'm actually uh, a coach. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a head coach of track and field, uh, where I coach the middle school uh, track team. I'm the uh, assistant coach and one of the assistant coaches to the middle school uh, football team, boys football team. And, you know, I, I have this kind of sense about how just being around, especially these boys right now in the time that I am, that I see, you know, them longing for having a man and a father figure in your in their life and last night I at the end of practice we typically allow you know we kind of huddle up right right at the end of practice and head coach he usually addresses the the young men and talks to them about you know how practice went how he felt like things uh, happened he might have a you know just uh, a quick 60-second to two-minute uh, topic that he might uh, address with the boys. And then head coach, he 
typically will turn it over to us head coaches and us head coaches if we have something that we want to say uh, then we say it uh, it could be just you know that you know we're excited about practice excited about the way they competed today or it might be something specific that you know we're working on and just reminding the boys about uh, such as an offensive strategy that we're trying to accomplish or defensive uh, you know scheme that we're going to implement but one of the things that I know for me <clears throat> that I've enjoyed or I'm grateful for is the fact that we're actually us as coaches are actually going above and beyond not just teaching football but going beyond that and really teaching these boys more things about life and how to live and how to have their being and there's about 40 boys out there all in the ages of you know it ranges from 12 years old up to i think you know some of our boys are they might be uh 14 uh, but it's usually between you know 12 and 13 years old that are out there right now and last night um, I just told these young men that, you know, us as coaches, we're, we're out here more, out there for them more than just to teach them football. Out them, out, we're out here more than just trying to win a football game. But we're out here to instill in them and model and help them become godly young men. <clears throat> and there are certain things as a as a man that these young men are needing to realize or have a, a little light bulb go off in their brain that you know they are becoming men and one of the things about a man uh, and I I just I was thumbing through social media and this one uh, post kind of came up and uh, I was watching the video, and it was actually an actor. And this actor has been on several movies. Um, he's 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 had you know several movies, and I haven't seen him in a little while, and that's okay. But one of the things I, I thought that was interesting that he said on there about being a man, his statement was. My number one realization at, uh, of becoming a man or the thing that I realized what started to make me a man is where that I had to take responsibility for others. And it really, I, I still remember where I was at um, whenever I, I saw that post and I, I was watching that video and he he was really somber about it and you know quite honestly i haven't seen him in that many movies quite honestly in the last you know maybe two or three four years uh that doesn't mean he isn't probably still acting but i just haven't seen him in any big productions and it also brought me back to something that um i don't know i, I think it might have been tom hanks i saw an interview with him and Tom Hanks, and I think it was Tom Hanks, it could have been someone else, 
But Tom Hanks, you know, said that, you know, a, a veteran actor pulled him aside and told him at a young age and at a time in his career, he said, the veteran actor said, look, you know, there, you have a window of time with your children. And that window of time is a very defined timeline. And you have an opportunity to pour into them. And it's okay to step back and not make as much money as what you would normally make in feature films. But take some time and step back and be a dad and be a father. And who knows if this was something that this other actor had heard or, you know, Tom Hanks had said to him. I have no idea. But it triggered in me when I heard this about, you know, one of the one of the keys of being a man or stepping into manhood is actually taking is, you know, um, taking responsibility and providing for others. And it triggered this thought inside of me, guys, where that. You know, if you're a man and you're in the sound of my voice, which I, I, I kind of believe the majority of my audience is, is men. Obviously, ladies, if you're listening, I'm honored that you'd listen. But I feel like the majority of my audience is, is, is male. And you're looking saying, okay, well, what does it take to be a man? What, it, what is it that makes me a man? Well, I've got a couple thoughts about that because... It says in, um, I believe it's Malachi, one of the very last verses of the Old Testament, right before there's this huge gap of, I think, maybe 300 years, 400 years, where that there are no prophecies, no anything, no nothing going on uh, from the Old Testament into the New Testament until John the Baptist arrives on the scene. But the very last scripture, you know, says something to the effect of, you know, when the sons and daughters or the fathers return to their children or to their sons and daughters or their daughters and sons return to their fathers, something of that, something of that. And, and as I was thinking this through, I, I really feel like that we're just being around these young men that I have right now is football and especially even, you know, my son's friends, you know, there, there is this, there's this lack of manliness. There's this lack of, uh, of manhood that needs to be taught. Um, I, I really do believe that a, a young a young a young boy has to be told or explained and taught and modeled about how to be a man my own father he modeled this he didn't specifically say hey son i'm teaching you how to be a man dad never dad never did do that for me he never specifically said you know listen this is this is how you be a man. This is what a, you know, he might've mentioned something of like, Hey, this is what a man does. He might've mentioned that maybe on occasion. Um, <clears throat> but even my own grandfather who I highly respected, you know, he himself never really 
said, hey, this is what a man does or this is how a man should act. I mean, he, he, he just modeled it. Uh, he might have said, you know, hey, don't act that way. Well, you know, I could read between the lines and say, all right, this is how a man acts. But there were certain things that I just want to come back to and shed light on of being a man. I feel like, and, I, and I'll, I'll say this, a godly man. Let me just say it that way, a godly man, because there you can be a man and not have God in the center of it. And, you know, well, I don't want to get into all that, but this that's, that's a huge thing right there. But first and foremost, my first thing that I, as I've been just roll, rolling around this, this idea and this thought about manhood and fatherhood, the first step of being a man, before you can become a father, the first step is, especially being a godly man, is where that you acknowledge and you realize that you can't do this on your own. Yep. I know this might kind of fly in the face of a lot of what's taught out there by, you know, different people that I, you know, but in, as a, as a man, a godly man, you recognize that your soul dependency, your soul, um, the, the wholeness of you is fully rested upon Holy Spirit working in you, through you, with you, you co-laboring with that, with, with, with Holy Spirit. And in, in that co-laboring, in that relationship, that's where I want to go. In that relationship, you learn your identity in Christ. Because once you learn your identity in Christ and who you are in Christ, because once you've gotten that identity that you're a king, you're the son of a king, you're also a joint heir with Christ, you are an adopted child, and Jesus is your elder brother, you realize all this identity of who you are, you start acting differently. You start carrying yourself differently. You start to walk differently. And you start having this, you know, kind of sense about you of like, okay, I, I, I'm the son of a king. So if I'm the son of a king, I mean, we just had this huge thing happen in, the, in, our, in our society, in our world right now, to, today, where Queen Elizabeth, uh, who was the longest, uh, you know, reigning monarch in the British Empire, the United Kingdom, passed away about a week and a half, maybe, uh, I don't know if it was a week ago or two weeks ago, but anyway, she passed away recently, and now her son, who was a prince, has now taken the throne. King Charles, I believe, the third is is his name. 
And so he is now a, a prince, or excuse me, a king. And one of the things that I, I saw as a video that I thought was just kind of interesting was he was having to sign some documents and as he was preparing to sit down, he literally would not sit down until, <clears throat> and he was having to point and tell this, I don't know what he was, a servant or, or just a, a person that was serving the crown to move certain uh, objects on the table to get them in the right position. Uh, they were like, looked like fountain pen uh, type objects, but he was, he would not sit down and he was pointing and telling this person to move these things around, to move them, th move them around. And, you know, it seemed very petty. It seemed like he could have easily reached over and done that. Yet he was royalty. He, he was someone that there is somebody else that can do this for me. And I, I say all this to say, that there, there is something to this, guys, of your identity in Christ as a king, as a someone that is um, of royalty. There's a reason why God, in order to have the people of Israel uh, become uh, free from Egypt, there's a reason why that Moses had to become had to actually go and become a son an adopted son hello an adopted son to the uh, a princess of Egypt because he needed to get the slave mentality out of his system he needed to get the you know paupers the oh woe is me i'm nothing he he had to get this slave mentality out of him. And there's, a, there's, there's something in that that we as born-again, you know, children of the Most High God need to sit there and realize that there's a message in that, that you've got to get that identity out of you in order for your manhood and, for, as, uh, and, as, and your fatherhood to really flourish. I didn't mean to go off on a tangent with all that right there, but that's just one thing. The second thing, and I, I kind of go back to what this gentleman said uh, about taking responsibility for others. I want to back that up to actually something a little bit before that. Before you, take res you can take responsibility for others, I believe, this is just me, my personal belief, I believe that you have to take responsibility for yourself. And it's something that needs to be modeled as if you're a dad to your children and to your, you know, people around you where you're able to take responsibility for yourself, where that you are actually disciplined in your ways. You're actually disciplined in who you are. Um, you're, you're not just a fly-by-night uh, type person, but you are disciplined in who you are. And where that, you know, it could be how you handle your finances. That's a big one right there. 
how you handle your conduct of not flying off the handle. All right. There are things that you've got to begin the process of realizing and understanding about being a person that takes responsibility for for themselves. And once you get to that point of taking responsibility for yourself, then guess what? Then you start to develop this trait of being able to take responsibility for others. And those others are your family. You know, they, my our head coach last night said it real, really well. He said, you know, look, there, there are things that we as men that are standing before you are responsible for. We're responsible for our character, our businesses and jobs. We're responsible for um, our conduct. Um, we're responsible for you guys. You know, all these things that we are actually responsible for so that we can actually uh, function as men in front of these young men. And so I just want to wrap up with that, those two things. You got to know who your identity in Christ is, guys, all right? Your identity in Christ. Secondly, you've got to start to take responsibility for yourself. Your health is another area that you've got to take responsibility for. You know, you've got to do these things. So, King of Success, I just want to leave you with those thoughts right there. It's just something that's been rattling around inside of me. Know that you're blessed, you're highly favored, you're empowered to prosper, you walk in divine health, the spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys, and gang will catch you on the other side.